Hey everyone, welcome to the very first episode of the PDX Entrepreneurs Podcast, hosted by myself, Vlad. Oh, this is so interesting, it should be fun. Uh, I have always thought about creating a podcast. Um, It's been on the back of my mind, I just guess I haven't gotten around to it. To be quite honest with you, it probably wasn't a priority. Uh, at the particular times that I was thinking about doing it. So I'm glad that it can move up the priority list. I think it's a great opportunity to uh, share some insights and, you know, give people my perspective. Um, At the same time, interview some of Portland's finest and upcoming entrepreneurs. Um, So, yeah, I think uh, for this very first episode, uh, just kind of get my feet wet. Maybe explain a little bit about my journey, uh, how I got started as an entrepreneur, uh, where am I today, and kind of maybe my future goals of where I want to be. So, um, I'm uh, originally from Bosnia. Uh, I moved to the United States in 1997 uh, due to a civil war in my country, uh, and I have been here uh, since then. So just about 22 years now, uh, quite some time in the U.S., and uh, it's definitely been an interesting experience to say the least. So um, I went to college at Oregon Institute of Technology, so any Portland listeners uh, listening in may be familiar with this school. The campus is in Klamath, Oregon, however, they do have a campus in Wilsonville, as well. Um, great school. Um, I was maybe three, four months away from getting my bachelor's in what's called health informatics. Uh, however, I decided to uh, drop out uh, because I had a lifetime opportunity uh, to become a consultant for a uh, the biggest medical software company, I believe, in the world. If not in the world, definitely in the United States called Epic. Um, and the experience was quite epic, to say the least. Um, so I decided to uh, quit the college at that point and take on the job as a Epic consultant, where I implemented the Epic software uh, for more than twenty-five, possibly thirty hospitals throughout the United States. Uh, it was the very first uh, job that let's say, paid enough for me to uh, really feel the weight of, you know, the tech space and kind of how it's different compared to other industries. So I did that for quite some time. Uh, I want to say about four or five years. And then after that, I uh, got into mobile app development, Starting started to learn how to build apps just on the side while I had my... Uh, let's say, 9 to 5, even though my Epic Consulting job wasn't your typical 9 to 5. I traveled a lot. I stayed at hotels, and I kind of set my own schedule in some weird way. But at the end of the day, somebody could fire me. So that, that it's kind of a 9 to 5. Um, and, yeah, back to the mobile app development. I At that time, mobile apps were definitely starting to take off. So... I wanted to ride that wave, and 
uh, my journey was quite interesting. Um, I didn't know how to program at 19, uh, 19 or 20 years old. And I had hired multiple people to build multiple projects that I had in mind. Uh, a couple of them were websites, a couple of them were app ideas. And, you know, they just never turned out to be what I had envisioned in my mind. Um, and also, they just weren't very functional. You know, they were just, they didn't work. Uh, they weren't bad, but they just didn't work, you know, to the, you know, to where I wanted it to be at. So I decided to uh, take on take on the programming giant myself and just learn how to code. And uh, it was the best, one of the best, if not the best decisions I've made in my life actually, because it changed my life. So I have to put it up there as one of the best decisions I've made in my life. And, you know, it wasn't very, it wasn't very easy at first at all. Um, it was a big hurdle to get through. I didn't know a lot of the programming concepts. Um, it was just really confusing and weird. You know, I just didn't really understand how how it all worked and how everything was connected and how to write these codes and I remember looking at my buddy's computer and seeing these thousands and thousands of lines of code and I was so intimidated. I was like, oh, there's just no way. Like, look at all this stuff. Like, what does that mean? Why is that green? Why is that red? What is a for loop? What What is all of this? Like, what the heck? This is like its own world. I just wasn't prepared for it. So I uh, I did start learning it. For about three months, and I'll be honest, I was quite on fire. You know that feeling that you have when you first start something new? You're super motivated, you're excited, you know, you kind of can't stop thinking about it. Uh, you develop a passion for it, really, an obsession. In my case, it was really an obsession. And I got to about the third month, and it got really, really challenging. It started to get really complicated. I was beyond the basics, let's say. Uh, I could do very basic things. I could perhaps help a programmer, um, you know, do very simple things like change a color of a button or, you know, maybe style a, a page in a particular way. My skills were very limited, definitely very limited. And then I got to the to this complicated stage where things just started to get really confusing and I didn't know what the hell I was going to do. I was like, dang, I just, I, I kind of can't get through this stage. Um, and then I remember talking to uh, the same buddy that I had previously seen all those crazy codes. And he told me, hey, man, you know, this is something that most programmers go through. You know, they get to a stage where it just starts kind of getting super confusing. But, you know, don't give up. Don't quit. You know, just keep, keep practicing and, uh, you know, eventually you'll have this magical moment where everything clicks in your head. And, you know, I trusted him. I said, hey, you know, you're right. I definitely don't want to give up. This is something that I want to do. I definitely can't go back and rely on other developers to build my stuff because it just, that, that just didn't work for me personally. Uh, you know, so I have to kind of go off my personal experience. You know, and I tried it multiple times. It wasn't like I only tried it with one developer tried it with multiple developer 10 15 and it was just never what i wanted so uh 
that was always in the back of my head. I, you know, I was like, hey, look, if I don't learn this, I might have to experience that same type of pain that I did when I invested thousands of dollars into ideas that I had and they just never came out the way that I wanted it to. So I, I couldn't go back to that pain. You know, quitting programming and quitting learning how to code was just not an option for me. N- not, not an option at all. So, you know, I stuck with it. And, uh, you know, I would say for another three months and, um, it just wasn't clicking. It really wasn't clicking. Like I was waiting for that moment that my friend told me about, like where everything clicks together. And I was just like, man, this stuff is just not clicking. Maybe this might not be for me. Uh, you know, maybe this is just one of those things that, you know, some people have and some people don't, you know, maybe I'm forcing it. I had all these, you know, thoughts run through my head. But um, then one day, um, I just kind of decided to block everything out, even my own inner thoughts, and just kind of look at uh, the app that I was trying to make and just kind of ask myself, like, what am I doing here? Like, I'm trying to learn how to code, but I'm learning all of these crazy concepts, You know, like how when you're in high school and you're, you know, you're learning algebra and you're learning, you know, maybe some of these, these higher math classes or just any classes and you're, you're thinking to your health, thinking to yourself, when am I going to use this? Like, I might not even use this at all in life. Like, why are they teaching me this? Like, you know, like sine, cosine, like what? Like, am I really going to need that? I'm I'm not going to be a mathematician. Like, You know, I don't, I'm not getting into physics or anything like that. Like, I don't, you know, do I really need to learn this? So I kind of had a similar thing where I was looking at a lot of these concepts and things that I was trying to learn. And I'm like, man, I'm trying to build this simple app and I'm out here learning some of this complicated stuff. This is not the right approach. I just had an inner gut feeling that it was not the right approach. So I kind of took a step back and I said, let me... Let me break this app down. Let me let me start with the basics. Let me figure out how I can make this particular button rotate 360 degrees when you click it. So I started with that. Um, if I didn't know how to do a particular thing, let's say actually rotate the button, I would just go to Google. You know, Google knows everything. So how to rotate a button in iPhone. And it would just come up, you know, articles, examples of other developers doing the same thing. And what I would do is I would just copy their code, copy, paste it into my project, um, change a few things around and see if it works. And it did work. It did work. So then I decided to kind of study, well, why does it work? You know, what are they doing? You know, and how does that work? And let me mess around with it. Let me change a few things around. So I started to do this for pretty much every little mini feature or idea that I had within my app. And then things just started to kind of click. I was like, oh, okay, I get it. I know how to do this particular component. This mini component I know how to do, and I started to get really good at it. And then I moved on to another component, like how do I populate a list of names on a table view? what's called a table view, which is pretty much a scroller. Like when you're scrolling through your Instagram or your Facebook feed, that's called a table view. And I I figured out how to do that. 
And then I started to learn more about this table. Like, how can I actually remove a row? You know how, like, when you delete a photo in Instagram or Facebook, it just removes it. Like, how do I do that? Um, so I started to learn all these little mini components. And by doing that, everything started to just kind of connect. I started to have a lot of the, oh, ah, I see. And over time, I actually became a programmer solely by memory and repetition. And I got really good at it. I could literally just remember how to build those tables by heart. I didn't have to Google it. I didn't have to research it because I had done it so many times. And then when I went back and I tried to learn, let's say, the the book part of it, like that knowledge part of it, like how it actually works, it really just started to make sense because I knew what they were talking about. Uh, when they brought up a certain terminology or concepts, I had done it so many times that now looking into the, these books or these online tutorials, it just made sense. I just kind of understood it naturally. So, um, so yeah, after doing that for, I would say about a year, I just really started to pick it up. Things just started to con- get, uh, connect. I started to get more complicated in my codes and, I was able to build more complicated apps, and then I decided uh, I decided that while I was working at Denver Health as an Epic analyst, that hey, I'm really good at this, and I've built a couple of these apps on the side for just people that I know. Perhaps this is something that I can do. Let's say you know for myself, and maybe not work the nine to five. Maybe I can be a freelancer or I can have my own mobile app development company. Um, So that's exactly what my goal started to become. I I knew that I couldn't just quit my job. I knew that I couldn't just, you know, walk into my boss's office and just say, hey, I quit. I'm going to become an entrepreneur or I quit. I'm going to become a, you know, mobile app developer for myself. You know, that wasn't practical. And And I think that that's what a lot of people who want to get into entrepreneurship, who want to start their own business, may think that, that that's what they have to do, that they just have to up and quit or you know, that they have to just leave everything that they're doing and just put all their energy into this thing that they really want to accomplish or they want to start. And I'm here to tell you that that's just not the case, that, that there is an, an alternative, more practical option you know, for you which is what I did. And, you know, it turned out very well for me. And that was simply to essentially have my nine to five, uh, even though I didn't actually work nine to five, I worked from like seven to three, but you get the point, have my nine to five, but then also have my five to nine, you know? So after work, I, and this is what most people just, they just don't want to do this. And I understand, trust me, look, I understand because it's kind of crazy. If you think about it, you work all day, your brain might be cooked. You might have something happen at the office. You know, you come home and what do most people want to do? They want to just sit back, relax, enjoy, you know, kick, uh, turn on the TV, uh, wind, dine, uh, <laughs> wind down for the rest of the night and, you know, watch movies, Netflix, ch- chat with their friends, uh, I guess do what, quote, normal people do after they get off work. But uh, for me, that wasn't an option. I-, I knew that I wanted to turn my five to nine into my full-time nine to five for myself. So I was willing to, you know, put in that sacrifice and just stay up every night, 
even after I got done with my regular job and just just work, um, just you know look for uh, potential clients who needed uh, a mobile app, or if they didn't need a mobile app, it was my job to convince them that that's where the future was going, and that you know that they should consider having one, even if it was something basic. So, um, so that's what I did. Um, I I ended up just you know, calling businesses, um, getting connected, letting my friends, family members, uh, my circle of people just know, hey, look, I'm I'm a mobile app developer. If anybody needs a mobile app, I'm the guy. I'm the mobile app guy. You you send them my way. I, I've got them covered. And, um, you know, after about a month or so, I started to get some clients. And now I was getting clients on the side. And I also had my full-time job. Um, and for the for for like the first couple of clients, it was manageable. One, two apps. You know, I can break it down and do it over the course of like four months. So let's say that a client wanted an app built. I might tell them, hey, this is going to take four months to make. Even though in the back of my mind, I know that I can make it in like two weeks. But that's not the point. You know, I, I have a full-time job, so I, I can't commit to actually building it in three weeks because I don't know what might happen. So I need to give myself a good enough leg room that, you know, that I know I can accomplish it because, you know, just like in anything, your reputation is everything. I I knew that if I could build, you know, my client a perfect app and that it worked for them, it was successful that other people would ask them like, Hey, who was your app developer? And they would, they would say, Oh, it was Vlad. Um, so, so yeah, it was, it was manageable for the first couple clients. Um, but after that, it started to get a little wild because I was starting to get five, six, seven mobile app clients. And um, I just, there's just no way I could build that many apps and have a full-time job. So I had a big decision to make, you know, and at that time, my side business, let's say, of making mobile apps was getting close to what I was making financially at my full-time job. So I, I decided to say, you know what, um... I know that at the end of the day, um, I can always go back to the nine to five. Bottom line, no matter what happens in my business, whether I succeed um, and I love it or I succeed and I hate it or I fail, um, I can go back to the nine to five. It's not going anywhere, right? But the opportunity for me to take an idea and to, you know, take my vision and my dream and make it become true, you know, that's not something that I felt like I could always go back to. I felt like this was the time right now, you know, being a single guy at the time, having a lot of time in my hands, I felt like this was the time, you know. I've It's either now or never. That was my mentality. You know, it's either you're going to go into your boss's office and just say, hey, I appreciate the opportunity, everything that you guys have done for me. I wish you guys all the best, but you know, I've decided to just do my own thing. So, uh, so I had this, I decided to make that move. I did it. I got out and, the uh, the feeling for when I quit my nine to five job, oh gosh, that was one of the greatest days of my life. I felt so free. Um, I felt so motivated. Um, I felt so much fire inside of me to just keep going and just to just that feeling that I had, I when I had that feeling, there was just no way in my mind that I could go back 
to that nine to five after having that feeling. Um, it was so freeing, you know, and and I just I just decided to run with it. So I went crazy. I went crazy. I started building like and this, I was doing all this by myself. I didn't have anybody working for me. I wasn't collaborating with any of the developers at the time. I was just building, you know, five, six, seven apps in four months myself. Boom, next one, boom, next one. Um, and then I got connected with some big wigs in Hollywood. And uh, let's just say that those budgets are just different. They're just a lot different. Bigger budgets in Hollywood, uh, you know, bigger companies, bigger opportunities. And I kind of started to develop a little name for myself in the mobile app community um, in, you know, in different states. And, uh, you know, people just started to reach out to me. And I got to the point where I had so many mobile app requests, I, I just couldn't, I couldn't take them on. So, um I, you know, I would reach out to my buddy, uh, who I, uh, the guy that I uh, was talking about previously and, uh, yeah, he helped me out. I, uh, I, uh, I ended up building, I don't know, well over 50, 60 apps, you know, let's say as a sole developer and, um, and then I, yeah. And then I decided to, uh, stop the mobile app development well, not really stop it, but I decided that, hey, I'm going to, I've had fun, you know, building mobile apps for other people. Let me see if I can build, this is going to sound crazy, but if I can build a mobile app and website that helps businesses make mobile apps, you know, because, you know, a lot of people don't know how to program. So, you know, they're not going to do what I did, which is, you know, take a few years to become a master at programming. They're just going to hire guys like me. But I decided to build a company that essentially takes your online store. If you sell anything online, let's say Shopify, BigCommerce, or any of the online platforms. And I decided to make an app that turns your store into a mobile app. And that went really, really well. And I still have that company and it's uh, it's it's going great. And it has been going great. And it's kind of a self-sufficient company where it just kind of runs itself. Everything is automated. So like, that's kind of where I am right now at my stage. And I've, uh, you know, definitely had some, some fun experiences, you know, in the mobile app world. But right now I'm trying to, you know, let's say create more of a company uh, where I, you know, let's say I have employees and, you know, people that I'm working with and actually have a company, um, you know, that I can go to. So, uh, yeah, that's uh about 22 minutes of uh, my life story, um, a lot more to it, but um, yeah, now I'm just, you know, making a podcast, seeing kind of how it goes, networking with people, um, you know, going to be getting some local Portland entrepreneurs on this podcast, kind of talk a little bit about their experience, give you guys some, you know, practical insights on how you can become a better entrepreneur, you know, do things that can help you separate yourself, you know, from other entrepreneurs because it is starting to become a very, very trendy um, thing to do. You know, oh, I'm gonna become an entrepreneur. Oh, I'm gonna start my online business. You know, and I'm all for it. I really am. But I think that people are starting to because it's getting trendy, starting to feel that. Therefore, that means success, instant success or uh, quick success. And that's just not the case. It's just not how it works. So, yeah, I'm glad to uh, 
uh, have uh, created the podcast. And uh, hopefully, you know, if I can inspire one person, you know, to start their own business or one person to take their business to the next level, uh, one person who's always kind of had that feeling that, hey, I I really want to do this one thing, but there's just something holding me back. You know, if I can just inspire one person throughout this whole journey on, you know, on this podcast, whether that's by what I say or whether that's by what some of my guests say, to me, that would be a success because that one person, you know, honestly can help change the world, can help change their families and can help change their own life. So appreciate you guys tuning in on the very first episode. And until next time.